Have you ever wondered what the it factor is? When you watch somebody who leads you and is charismatic, well, I am so excited today because on Amplify Your Marketing Message, we're going to be sitting down with an amazing business owner, a business owner who is from the world of stage and theater, who's going to talk to us about owning your charisma, owning your power, and how to really connect with people, which is such an important thing. Today, I want to introduce you to our incredible guest, who is Vicki Dello-Joyo. She and I had the opportunity to connect and I loved not just that she comes from the world of theater but she actually is an amazingly magnetic personality as well so welcome 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 to our show today oh thank you so much Christine it's an honor to be here I'm very excited to connect with you and talk I am so excited let's off we're gonna go straight at this but what is charisma how do you know when someone's got the it factor and what does it really mean or and why does it matter I love that question because, of course, charisma, you know, there's double meaning. Sometimes I play around with that word because charisma, and I'm not talking about the send me a dollar, you know, type of, (laughs) you know, um, uh, hypnosis type of thing. But really charisma being something that makes people want to lean forward when you're speaking, when you're there, when you're when you're connecting with them. What makes people draw get drawn to you, feel like they want to know more. I think of charisma as being that, you know, where where it's it's an attraction, right? It's a law of attraction type of a thing um, that that brings people that allows for deeper, deeper connections, deeper revelations, deeper understandings that just happen through that connection that you feel or the reciprocity you might feel with another person. So I'm not thinking about charisma in terms of the the kind of, like I said, you know, the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the screen, <laughs> charisma. And, well, and, I, and I think it is such an important word because you know when someone has it and sometimes when you are seeking to, you know, amplify your, your business and amplify your story, it's one thing we want to proactively cultivate because when I talk about how to create success in business and how to create repeatable success, one of the most important things I tell my clients and you'll hear it, you'll hear a lot on our, on our podcast is the goal is movement. And by building and focusing on movement, that's actually how you create momentum. So I love your definition of charisma because it is about leaning in. It is about yes. being drawn and it, it is subtle, but so, so powerful. So how can you start to develop your own magnetic personality or persona when you're speaking about your business? Well, this is this is such a great question because one of the things I like you said in the introduction, I have a, a big background in theater and directing. I've directed a lot of uh, speakers, a lot of solopreneurs on their presentation skills. I've I've been a director for many many years, but I'm also uh, a master teacher of something called qigong, which is a Chinese martial art for healing. And there's a concept within the qigong, I'm bringing it up for a reason, that has to do with what's called your wei qi. It has to do with your externalized energy. It's the kind of energy that when somebody walks into a room, you go, oh, who's that? I want to get to, or you say, no, no, I'm going to give that person a pass and go talk to somebody else. There's an energy field that we admit, emit, whether you believe in energy or not, there's still something that we respond to. And it's not just how well the person's dressed or how good their makeup looks or how, you know, quaffed they are. It has <laughs> to do with something else, right? We're reading something else in people. 
um, that that is a little bit more esoteric, but very palpable nonetheless. And as I learned uh, from doing this particular martial art for as long as I have, which is 50 plus years, this is an actual thing. It's an actual field that gets measured. I mean, heart math, I don't know if you're familiar with the system of heart math, they measure the energy that comes out of you. So when you start to think about that in terms of the intention that you're bringing to be really in your presence and let that exude from you from a place that's really positive and about lifting people up, it becomes extremely powerful and it's inspiring and, and basically it's contagious. Other people rise too. I love that, that energetic rising. I think that's one of the most, I feel personally rewarding things when you're speaking and saying, you know, I hope we can cast your imagination. Our goal as speakers, particularly in speakers in business, isn't just to educate. It isn't just to inspire. I always used to comment with a friend of mine, a peer, you know, my goal is not entertainment. I hope, yes, I'm entertaining, but my goal is movement. It is action. So I love the fact that you're talking about an energy that we can exude, but you're also watching the subtleties of, are you responding to it? Is your audience responding to it? Because it is a two-way exchange, is it not? Exactly. It needs to be reciprocal. That, that loop of reciprocity, right? Going back and forth between you and your audience is everything. That's where that's where the magic actually happens. It's not like how much do you know and how much can you impart and what's your wisdom and are you the sage? It's really what happens between you and the other people that are in the room or on the screen. How does that work and how can you actually accentuate that? Because then we all, you know, it's like all boats rise, right? It's everybody rises together and that's there's no feeling like it i mean i've been a i've been a performer on stage for for a long long time I've, i just actually did a show last weekend and we had a you know we had a standard for us to get a standing ovation this particular theater company very very skilled but what i was i remember standing there and just thinking there's no feeling like this it's not so much about like oh i'm great i got a standing ovation it's not that at all it's really the sense of a wave of energy of appreciation going back and forth that that really, again, it, the, we could feel the whole room was just rising to, together. It wasn't about just like, bravo, you're great. It was like, I feel you, I see you, I hear you, I am you. That's where we start to really see some transformation happen. You know, the word that springs to mind when I hear you say that is ownership. And I mean, ownership of the exchange. And I think, you know, when we're talking about breakthrough and you, you know, I always think it's that that rootedness mm -hmm. is because I'm owning two things. I'm owning the imparting of trust and the responsibility of it, the responsibility yes. of leadership and, and that that owning of that. I, I don't know if stillness is the right word, but it's presence, I think, is, is maybe the description I should be seeking. How do you start to cultivate this as a skill? Because you mentor people to enhance where they're starting to create a bigger impact. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, there's a lot of different things that I bring in when I'm working with my clients. But one of the things that I can just say to you all who are listening here is that that um, one of the first places to start is with something I call standing tall or sitting tall, if you happen to be seated, which is really about stacking the vertebrae of your spine so that what you have as a sense is your head is being lifted and you're really grounded through your sits bones or through your feet. And that when you have that sense of being lifted and at the same time grounded, that actually opens up, literally opens up a field. 
Like this is to me, this is not this is not just woo woo. My my clients call me a renegade woo coach because I can be very esoteric, <laughs> but I'm also very grounded and very practical, and I, I I really have my feet on the ground. That you know when I when I first encountered this concept of Wei Chi was when somebody tried to grab me once on a street. I, I, I actually was studying martial arts at that time to sell, to learn self-defense because I'd had some experiences where I'd been attacked on the street. And so I, 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 I remember that when he reached out to grab me, I just got very tall, just instinctively. I wasn't going into some kind of a fighting form, but just got really tall. And his hand bounced about six inches or a foot from contact with my body. He walked away looking at his hand and then looking at me really puzzled and looking at his hand again. So I knew he hadn't missed, but he'd felt something. So that something is something called Wei Qi or something to do with, that has to do with your externalized energy. And the way we can access it first is by lifting through the spine. So we all know that good posture is a good idea, especially if you're a speaker or if you're going to be on stage. But it's more than good posture. It's allowing there to be space for energy to move in between the bones because energy or chi moves like water going in a stream, right? It goes around sticks and stones and various types of obstacles follows that water course way. We want to have that same sense of energy being able to move through our body. And once that starts to happen, then there's a, a sense of being able to really relax and open. That's where, you know, this big buzzword now, authenticity, that's how authenticity comes through is when we give ourselves space to do that. I love that you talk about space because when I think about, you know, habits and where they spring from, I was a person who is an introvert and learned to own the presence when I was mm. stepping onto a stage. I, and I was very young. It was standing in front of the classroom, hoping somebody would be my friend at recess, to, <laughs> to moving into the corporate world and often being the only woman at the table. And when I think about presenting, even now when I go back and I hear you talk about that, I usually am dancing backstage, getting mm. the energy moving. And the mm -hmm. first thing I do is take a giant deep breath in and go step into that role the role of confidence the role of i'm here to deliver something for you and I, I just feel myself getting bigger and for someone who's quite small in stature <laughs> i measure uh -huh. my inches it's something people say i always think you're taller than you are <laughs> i get that same yeah, i get that, that same feedback people are always surprised especially now that we're on zoom so much and they meet me in person they go oh my gosh i thought you were twice as tall <laughs> <laughs> that's right small but mighty <laughs> so I, I i really do love this idea of just simply step into the space you own mm -hmm. and that's a good lead into step it. into the space you own and to really let yourself elongate it let yourself be in that place of suspended between what what in qigong is called heaven has to do with your inspiration and earth that has to do with your actions be able to step into that place where you're completely aligned with what your vision is with what it is that you're delivering or how you're stepping into that when you have that alignment then you step into it and it's easeful it's not like um oh my gosh i have to put on this coat that doesn't quite fit mm. interesting and i want to lead that because it gives me a perfect opportunity to then talk about you know we learn to cultivate and become more confident as speakers most of us still have this very good known stat most of the world is terrified of speaking in public but when we choose to cultivate the skill it's not because we spend it time thinking in our head one of the most important things as an actor or anybody who is going to stand in a, in a place is talk it out loud 
But what happens when you still have stage fright? Because we all have the swan. On the outside, we may look like we're owning our space, that energy flow, but we might be paddling hard underneath, underneath the surface. We're nervous. We, we <laughs> And we get caught up. So talk to us a little bit about how you you help guide people through a recognition of that emotion. And what do we do with that energy that's spinning a bit? You know, stage fright is something that I, I'm also uh, was very introverted as a kid. Right. I, I didn't I mean, I lived um, the, I grew up in, among very high level artists. My father was an Emmy Award winning composer. We had composers and artists and you know, he wrote four of Martha Graham's ballets. We had, you know, she was one of my mentors. So I had a lot of very high level artists around me and I was extremely shy and the stakes were really, really high. So this whole question of stage fright has always been very interesting to me because stage fright is actually stuck energy. It's like we get caught in the loop of like the what ifs, you know, what if I stumble? What if I don't remember? What if I fluff my lines? What if, I, what if, what if, what if? That, that that starts to constrict and constrain and press down on our on our bodies and on our energy. So when we can sort of recognize that it's an energy that needs to be unleashed, it's not that we need to defeat stage fright, we need to transform it because when we have those butterflies or that, that sense of tension of, oh my gosh, but if we can start to let that move through us, it's like a, it becomes a transformational process. I don't know if you've ever done a fire walk. I did a fire walk once and I remember, do you know what that is? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, uh, so as I was approaching the fire, the leader had said, you know, you, you have full permission to not go step on these hot coals if you don't want to. So I, as I was going up to, you know, my turn to walk across the coals, I was, you know, I, I the the air was shimmery. It was like I could see the you know how when you're it's, it's very very hot. There's this kind of shimmery air, and I was literally shaking. And then I thought, well, what if I take this and turn the same shaking to the same? Just bring it to the same energy as this heat. What if I were to just rise to that heat and become like that, so that the shaking I'm feeling becomes part of the movement as opposed to the part that pulls me back then I can move forward with it. And with stage fright, it's the same thing. If you can start to feel like, okay, this is, you know, I'm feeling this tension and I'm just like, oh my God, I can't even breathe. And if we can just start to like let ourselves breathe and know that this is energy being pumped up and that we can use it as opposed to suppress it, then it becomes a, a fuel instead of a, instead of a, a, a break um, that would break or stop us. Uh, so I think that part of what I, one of the tools that I do is through breath, through that elongation of the spine that I was talking about, through being able to just open up. If you could open up the space across your clavicles, like your clavicles are smiling and the space between your shoulder blades, you, once you start to widen physically, the physiologic can actually create a shift in the emotional piece of it. So if you can stand tall, open wide, then all of a sudden there's movement and it's not being compacted or compressed into this small, hard knot of fear. I think this is beautiful, both in the picture and then and the thought behind it, recognizing we all are energy and you can choose to see what you're saying is if it's stuck, focus on the flow and change. And maybe someplace the viewpoint, your lens of saying, instead of, going inwards, it's the time to rise, to release, to move. And I, I think there's beautiful freedom in that. 
I'm curious with you, and I love the work you're doing. I think there's some really great insights for our audience here who's looking to get their message out in a bigger way. And that is really because we're driven by impact. Talk to us a little bit about where you are in your business. And this is a segment I like to call Amplify Your Marketing Message. What's working for you that releases great energy and feels exciting about what's on the horizon? Because you know you're in flow. The energy is moving and it's moving in an exciting way for you. Well, one of the things is that I'm getting invited left and right to speak, to, to host summits, to do these different things that I'd never even thought about doing. So that feels like, you know, that feels like an affirmation. But I think the thing that really I love to highlight that gets me really juiced the most is what I'm seeing my clients do. I mean, I, everything from a, a, a lawyer who presented to the Supreme Court of Canada with enormous um, poise and grace uh, to a, 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 a client who's a refugee from Afghanistan, who barely, whose English is her second language. When I first met her, she could barely speak worked with her on her story till she actually started to perform it and show it and recently did a, a speech to thousands of people at a women's march telling her story, which is an extraordinary story. Watching that, that so much lights me up. It's like people who I just, people who would not have been necessarily naming, claiming the power of moving the needle, of shifting or changing how we can change the paradigm that we're all living in. That's that that for me is very satisfying in my business is is watching because I'm at an age now where really it's about legacy. What can I give back? It's not even so much about what are my opportunities, although I love having them and I love that I'm going to be doing some storytelling at a storytelling festival and I'm going to be presenting at the summit. And you know, I love all that stuff, but really it's about when I see my clients rise and shine. There, you know, buttons popping. It just, there's no feeling like it. I feel so proud. Well, what I hear in that voice is I'm not only myself, but I'm helping others to live their current legacy. And guys, when we started the conversation, it was about when you know you have it and when you have charisma, it is that light from within that is released into impact. It has been an absolute pleasure having you as our guest today. If you are looking to find Vicki, I want to invite you now, Vicki, tell us, how do they do that? The best way to do it is to go to yourpowerpresence.com and download. Uh, I have a book there that I recently put up that I feel very, very proud of. I call it uh, the, the secrets. What do I want to call it. Um, let's get real about charisma, three keys to inspire and motivate your audience every time you speak. And whether you're a speaker on a stage, live or virtual stage, or you're speaking with referral partners or or potential clients or colleagues, the how we speak and how we own that presence is something that we can cultivate and grow into that we can really be in our biggest self. And so I'm giving some key elements in this in this ebook that really tell you some specific exercises that you can do that will help you get there. Because sometimes it's like you were talking about movement. When you can move your body, you can move everything around you. You can move into a different way of having the impact that you want to ha have. And when you download the yourpowerpresence.com, you also have the opportunity to connect with me for a complimentary meeting. I love supporting people to discover how they can live, step into their own power presence. It's it's my passion. This is this is the time of life that I can just share this as freely as possible. I absolutely love it. You're going to definitely want to pick up that invitation. 
This is another episode of Amplify Your Marketing Message. We will see you on our next episode, and we invite you to step into your presence and go make a really, really big impact so you can live your legacy today. We'll see you soon.